Okay, hi. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Messy Mama Pod. This episode is going to be kind of fun, and it's in preparation, I guess, for Valentine's Day. So we're going to be chatting today about love languages. And I know for me, um, I heard of love languages like a long time ago. There's books and there's articles and all of this stuff. So even before I was married, I know that I was someone who was like, oh, what is this? And just kind of fascinated. And you know how you have like your color as a person and all that stuff. I think that it all kind of ties together. Um, but something that was really interesting, and I remember reading an article about your child's love languages, but then when you were down a couple, I guess I was like a month ago now, you were talking to me about Lucas's love language and how we can kind of count, not necessarily counteract behavior, but help with their behavior through using love languages. So I'm super excited to chat about this. It's something that's really been on my mind since we've had that conversation. So teach us your ways or what do you think what are your thoughts on love languages <laughs> okay well let me first put this out there that I like I don't know what I'm doing I'm not a professional um this is just I guess from like my experiences with it and um you know this actually kind of came full force into my life the love languages um about a year ago when Blake and I started going to counseling um, like I think every marriage kind of should mm-hmm. and agreed. Um, it was a really big part of our relationship because Blake and I like to give each other our own love languages if that makes sense so mm-hmm. like for instance I treat Blake how I want to be treated my thing is words of affirmation you know, like I love yeah. being told that I'm beautiful or that I'm doing a really great job or I'm a good mom or, you know, that's my big thing and that makes me feel good inside. And and even just like thanking Blake for doing something for me or, or whatever it might be, um, that was huge for me. And so that's what I would do for him. And he would do what he needed in return. <laughs> And this was so eye-opening to me because when we were having this conversation, I think you, Derek and I were standing in the kitchen, weren't we? It was in the living room. In the living room. Oh, that was a funny conversation. We were kind of just like joking back and forth. And this is the thing about Derek is that he like never gets worked up. Like I was literally, this is how it started is I was saying to Sam in front of Derek because it's a non-issue how like... Um, Derek will clean the kitchen and he thinks he's like doing me this huge favor, but then he doesn't finish the job. Like he does like a half-assed job in my opinion. And so Derek and I were kind of going back and forth about it jokingly. And Sam was like, okay, do you guys realize what you're doing? Like you're treating the other person how you want to be treated. And so that's kind of where this all started. So Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that it was at therapy that like your counselor was kind of talking to you about that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, a big part of it. And so that's when I kind of like realized, and maybe it was even you who sort of helped me realize, I guess, that like love languages really isn't just for you and your partner. And Mm -hmm. that like, I mean, obviously, duh, like kids have their own love language as well. And although it's harder to establish what that is, especially in like younger kids, like, I mean, I think for our kids ages, like three years old is hard to kind of grasp what 
theirs is and you just really have to pay attention to it. Yeah. And when I'm thinking about how I kind of discovered Tate's love language, like obviously Reese, I don't know. Currently she's nine months old, just about nine months. So no idea. But with Tate, he's three. And I think that I was kind of able to figure it out through his hard times. Like Mm -hmm. when he was tantruming or when he was really upset or when he was scared, like those were the times that it really stood out to me, like what he needed. And then once I figured out that he is very much um, physical touch, it like it kind of made those hard times easier. And I'll just give a really quick example. Like if Tate is ever having a tantrum and you know, the ones where they're just like overtired or overstimulated and it's over nothing. And you just know that it's like not themselves. Mm -hmm. I can literally sit down on my knees and just say like in the middle of his screaming, I'll just be like, Tate, come here. Let me like, let mommy give you a hug. And he'll just come and fall onto me and he'll say, squeeze tight mommy. And I'll just hold him and Right. And it just totally calms him down. And it's funny. And Derek and I were saying this the other day, actually, he'll often come up to me in the middle of the day and say, give me a really big hug, like a big squeeze hug. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's coincidence, but sometimes I'm like, is he just needing to be regulated? Like, does he just need some attention right now? And he knows that that makes him feel really good. Yeah. That's really interesting interesting to say that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever noticed that in the middle of tantrums. Like, because, I mean, I guess Lucas has his tantrums, like, over nothing as well. And I don't know if I've ever actually, like, sat down and just tried to... Well, actually, yeah, I think I maybe have. Where he's just, like, he's kind it. of, like, already past the point of no return. Yeah. And he just needs his time to just, like be by himself and regulate himself like hugs don't really totally work for him. but it's interesting you say that because I also feel like Lucas's love language is physical touch because he's constantly like crawling all over me or mm-hmm. needing a hug from me or a kiss from me or I mean it's I don't know what to say but like he hits and kicks me a lot and I think that that's also him kind of just asking for some sort of love like exp- yeah like yeah. he can't express himself any other way mm-hmm. but what I also think is kind of interesting is that I think I think kids will kind of gravitate a little bit to like what the parents love language is a little bit like I think you almost mm. teach it in a sense right um like for instance because my love language is words of affirmation I am constantly telling Lucas like positive things and um, like you're handsome and you're so brave or you're so smart or, or whatever. And now I'm noticing that he treats me that way. Mm. So like the other day we were leaving for the day and I was um, taking him to go put him in his car seat. And maybe it was just because I never straightened my hair ever. (laughs) (laughs) But he like looked at me and he like pet my head and he was like, Mummy, your hair's pretty. And I was like, Aw. Thank you. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, you're making like, you know, like, that's my love language. Like, thank yeah. you. 
<laughs> and it's gonna you're literally saying that and I'm like Tate is very much the same way and I mean I think that like physical touch and words of affirmations I think that those kind of go hand in hand with each other mm-hmm. for love languages like like I feel like if you're one you're probably going to feel fulfilled from the other as well so it's gonna be really interesting to watch Tate grow up and like he might listen to this in 20 years and be like you are so off lady but (laughs) I like I also think that the words of affirmation thing I mean I don't even need to get into examples but just like what Luke is like Tate is just the same as that um so okay I'm just thinking back to that conversation again what is Blake's um love language Like, how did you two, did you guys sit, you were both in counseling and you like sat down together and kind of talked about that and that's how you figured it out? Well, we actually did like a online quiz for, Mm. for that. And so we, we both actually had two that were very like neck and neck for, for each of us. Oh, interesting. So like mine was words of affirmation, obviously, but also gifts which <laughs> I feel like gifts has such like a bad like feeling around it. But for me, like it's not the fact that like I want Blake to like buy me all of these things. For me, it's more of like the fact that I knew he was thinking about me, thought that I would like this and mm-hmm. and got it for me. It really has nothing that. to do with the gift like at all, really like, he could go pick me a bunch of weeds and I would be happy with it because he thought that I would like them. Right. <laughs> I might it's also like kind of laugh that at that, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you thought I would like this. Well, I mean, that's sweet. Yeah. So it's a thought for me rather than the actual gift. And then Blake's was physical touch and acts of service. Mm. So we were like fighting a lot because he would, clean the house and he'd be like I cleaned the house for you and I was like for me like you cleaned the house like that's that's what we do is we just do those things but for him he was trying to tell me like I love you and so this is why I I cleaned the house for you so you didn't have to yeah to make you happy yeah interesting so something that I was thinking about too was um Derek's love language a hundred percent is physical touch and just in the sense of like if we're out in public, he wants to hold my hand and he wants to have his arm around me. If we're sitting at somebody else's house, it's all like, it's not over the top PDA, but it's like, you know, if I'm standing beside him and he's sitting on a chair, his arm goes around my waist and it's just all like, that's just him. Mm -hmm. As soon as he walks in the door from school, he comes and finds me and he gives me a hug and that's just what he does. And it's so sweet. (laughs) Okay, but here's the thing, and this is just so interesting to me. Um, I used to love it. Like, I used to be, like, I didn't feel like he was, like, showing me off when he'd do it in public, but I was just, like, I felt really connected, and I just knew that he loved me, and he was showing me this, all of this affection and whatever, and the same thing at home. When he would get home, he'd come and hug me and give me a kiss and whatever, but... And it's really only been since having Reese, we hit a point where I'm like, you've got to stop touching me. Like, it's, and 
we talked it out, which is why I'm bringing it on here, but <laughs> it was driving me nuts because I'm like, okay, I am being touched by two kids and I'm mm-hmm. breastfeeding. I have kids on me all the time. So when I'm in the middle of like unloading the dishwasher, because I have five minutes to do that before the next kid needs a diaper changed or a snack, yeah. I don't want to stand here and hug. And to him when I'd be like, okay, like quick hug, whatever. And then continue continuing on. He started to feel like I wasn't giving him time or I wasn't giving him the time of day, which yeah, when I think of that and when I say it out loud, like Mm -hmm. I can for sure see it. But then from his point of view or when I explained what I was feeling, he's like, I've never thought of that because like our kids don't do that to him. Mm -hmm. So it's just been like this very, um, interesting dynamic where I know that that's his love language. I've known that forever since we first got married or since we started dating, but it's like, okay, how do I accommodate that and make him feel loved when like I would be happy if nobody touched me for 24 (laughs) hours right now. Right. So it's just been this like really interesting thing that we've had to really like work through. Mm-hmm. That makes total sense. I guess it's just finding other ways to give that physical touch without it totally, you know, overbearing you. Hey, mamas, we wanted to take a super quick break to talk to you about this week's sponsor, Tiny Timber & Co. When I found out that Reese was a girl, I wanted a piece of decor for her room that was unique and modern, but still going to be timeless. Reese has the same middle names that I do, which are my grandma's maiden names, so they're super, super special and sentimental, so I wanted her to have something that kind of showed them off. Sharla over at the Tiny Timber & Co. makes wood-based name signs that are literally everything that I was looking for. When I reached out to her, we were still in the NICU, and she was excited to work on our custom sign, and she was super, super efficient and kind-hearted, and her customer service is incredible. She's a mom that runs this small shop in Canada, which was another huge reason that I was really, really excited that I found her. So if you want your own customizable, handmade sign to show off your little one's name, you can find her both on Instagram and on Etsy by simply searching Tiny Timber and Co. and use the code MESSYMAMA10, M-E-S-S-Y-M-A-M-A-10 to get 10% off your first order. Okay, so we were kind of talking about how both of our kids are kind of sorty, sorty, (laughs) sort of starting to lean towards that like physical touch and maybe even getting into like the words of affirmation. Um, Some of the other ones, oh, well, you are gifts, Mm -hmm. right? Like the thought behind receiving gifts. Um, So there's two other kinds, one being quality time and the other one and the last one is acts of service. Yeah. So, well, which one are you? We've talked a lot about me and Blake and Derek and the kids, but I have yet to know, like, what is your love language? How can I show you how much I love you from afar? I'm for sure. Best I can do. From afar. Um, I'm for sure an acts of service. And I think that it kind of is like how you are with gifts. It's not really the fact that you know, that you vacuumed. It's just the fact that Derek knows that I kind of feel like 
he understands how much I do in a day. So when he comes home and does something like cleans or picks up the toys or washes the table before setting it, like that stuff is just like, okay, you see me like, mm-hmm. does that make sense? Yeah. Like, it's like, Hey, you see that I do this stuff all the time and it's exhausting and it's a lot. So when he helps out in that way and like does those little acts of service, it's like, takes a load off of my plate and just makes me be able to breathe a bit more if that makes sense totally I wish that I could do that for you yeah come clean for me please (laughs) like good lord (laughs) hey but I I guess I babysat your kids so you could go have some you time you did I mean I tried you were the first person to ever watch Reese without me being here I feel so special (laughs) <laughs> and it wasn't a complete gong show. So that it was, wasn't, good. it was great. <laughs> so I think another thing too, as you literally just said that it kind of sparked this, just how like, I don't know, maybe people would argue with this, but I feel like love languages change depending on the season of life that you're in. I would agree. Do you think yeah. you do? Yeah. Um, I think. I mean, even kind of like what you said, like, I'm sure when you were younger, before kids, before being married, acts of service might not have been your love language. Totally. Right? Totally. But now, like, even just the way that you just said that, right? Like, now that you're a mom and you're doing all these things and you're a stay-at-home mom, so, like, this is literally what you do day (laughs) in and day out. Now, acts of service is so big for you because it just means, like, there's one less thing you need to do. Totally. But, and do you think that it like, um, would be tailored to that relationship? What do you mean? Because this is my thinking, like, and I guess I was pre kids, but say with a past relationship, like quality one-on-one time, I craved that because we were never really in situations to get that. So Mm. When we did have one-on-one time, like, it was like, okay, yes, this, like, rejuvenates me. This makes me feel good. This makes me feel secure. It makes me feel like we're growing as, like, in our relationship. Mm -hmm. Whereas now, like, yeah, I love one-on-one time with Derek. But that acts of service, like, that makes me feel appreciated more than him and I going out for supper together. Right now. so interesting. Like, I've never thought of that. Yeah. Like, even if I'm, I'm like thinking about all of like my relationships that I have right now, let's say (laughs) (laughs) like friendship. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The friendships that are sister wives. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. Didn't even think about that. Thanks. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, All my friendships that I have right now, but. I mean, not even just friendships, but like even with my mom and my sister and my Mm. family and stuff, I crave one-on-one time with my friends. Like that takes priority for me, I think, over uh, words and that words of affirmation and gifts. True. Or like totally. Let's talk about me and my boss. Like, (laughs) trust me, I do not need any quality time with him. Yeah, (laughs) like at all. doesn't but, do it for you. No, no, it does not. But words of affirmation is huge because it makes me know, like, I'm doing a good job and, like, I'm yeah. valued here and I'm appreciated and my hard work is noticed. So I think that's super interesting you said that because I've, I don't think I've ever thought of that. 
And it's going to be really interesting um, to watch the kids grow. Because, like, right now, hands down, I know Tate feels the most loved from physical touch. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's, like, the more we're talking about it, maybe that's... No, I don't think it is across the board. Because I know kids who don't enjoy hugs and don't enjoy that being touched. But, you know, the quality time sitting down and doing a puzzle one-on-one with them is like everything to them. So it's just going to be really interesting to watch them change and grow, you know? Um, Do you think that their love languages now that, because they're still so young are, and like I said earlier, kind of taught mm. like, like maybe Lucas's is physical touch because I smother him in kisses and love and tell him I love him all the time. And so that's how he's kind of as well kind of taking it yeah because that's the way I am with him but then obviously as he grows like it'll probably change but I'm wondering if like at this age right now his love language is just merely because of what I'm teaching him could be like do you think that's the same for Tate or no um I would actually say no to that well my love language is not physical touch Derek's is and Derek is very like lovey with our kids, but I am very like I'll always say to Tate, and people think I'm so weird for doing this, and this is literally like another podcast episode. <laughs> but I will say to Tate, like, can I have a hug before you before he goes to bed? And sometimes he'll say no to me, and I'm okay with that. Like, because for me, there are times when I don't want to be hugged. Mm-hmm. There are times Tate's not gonna want to be hugged. There are times that he's not going to want to kisses or Reese doesn't want X, Y, and Z. And like, I'm okay with that because I think it's just very important for um, them to understand that their bodies are theirs. And like I said, whole nother episode, but I do think it's interesting that um, I've already seen it kind of change a little bit. For example, when I brought Reese home from the hospital, we made sure to implement one-on-one like quality time with Tate. So, you know, it was this middle of summer. So Tate and I would go for a bike ride where Derek stayed home with Reese and you could tell that he thrived from that. And you could really see that from his behavior, like his behavior would change after that. So that's kind of interesting too. That is very interesting. It's kind of cool how like all of it changes. Hey, yeah, it's super interesting, and it's just going to be so fun to watch them, like, change as they go. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so I did, like, a quiz because I think I obviously kind of know what Lucas's love language is, but I think it's interesting just to, like, take quizzes. I don't know why. I think online <laughs> quizzes is lots of fun. Um, so I did one, and the website for that one is momalwaysknows.com. Dot com, but it's super easy that you can just Google it um, and find a quiz. The thing that I found when I was looking for quizzes is that, is that there is a lot of quizzes out there where your child takes the quiz. So if you have a child that's a little bit older, then they can do it. Um, mm-hmm. But the one that I just suggested um, on this website is one that you can do that you recognize in your child. Um, and then it kind of gives you what their love language possibly is. So, um, I definitely suggest going and checking it out and just remembering that like, you know, through all this, whether their love language is physical touch or quality time or whatever, that you still should show your child love in 
all five of the love languages because I think Mm -hmm. all of those I know I can speak for myself that like all of those are really important to me and I thrive on but there are some that just do it better for me right fill your cup more totally Yeah, my love tank. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Well, this was super, super fun. And I love just kind of like hopping on and just chatting about these things. I think that they're, you know, it's not something that you really think about. But I know for myself that once I figured out that Tate felt most comfortable with those like big bear hugs that he asks for, that it it really can help you kind of bond with them more and go through those tougher times. So Mm -hmm. thank you guys for hanging out with us. Um, If you are watching this, right after the release date. Happy Valentine's Day to all you mamas. And we will chat with you guys again next Wednesday. See you then.